Coming up next is uh, is my friend, Rob Astorino, who is running for governor as a Republican in the Republican primary. And Astorino, uh, I worked on his campaign for county executive in Westchester, and he was elected and he was reelected. But I grew closest to Rob when my wife, Eileen, had a stroke, and uh, I needed to get her into a rehab center. And the Burke Rehab Center that's right in Westchester is one of the best in the mm-hmm. world. And, but White they have plans, a waiting right? list and yeah, and they have a long, very hard to get in there, easy to get into Harvard. <laughs> and Rob set it up for me and got her in. And I'm everlastingly grateful to him. So hey, Rob, how are you? I'm good, Dick. I'm, I'm everlasting grateful for our friendship, you know, and that's, um, I'm glad Eileen's doing well and I'm glad you're doing well. So I thank you for the invitation to come on. Well, bless you. Let me, let me play something for you that I'm everlastingly grateful for. The following statement by Zeldin, your opponent in the Republican primary in from 2011, was it? Yeah, I think 2011. If you were in the White House right now, our nation would be in a better place today than it is. He's talking about Andrew Cuomo. But play that again. This is Lee Zeldin on Andrew Cuomo. If you were in the White House right now, our nation would be in a better place today than it is. Oh, my God. All right. So that's the guy who Astorino is running against, Lee Zeldin. And if you think he's a good Republican, would be a good governor, just listen to that clip again of how he described Andrew. If you were in the White House right now, our nation would be in a better place today than it is. Now, you know, he might be right. Cuomo might be better than Biden. <laughs> Biden. Oh, <yeah. laughs> but he said that in 2011. Oh, goodness I don't gracious. think that it was right then, and I doubt it's right now. So- it's interesting because, uh, look, I, I anyone who says, oh, that was a little while ago, look, Everybody knew back then when when Lee Zeldin was in the state Senate majority under Dean Skelos, uh, everybody knew that Cuomo was a thug and corrupt on a good day. And he had all the corruption issues surrounding him. The Moreland Commission, Startup New York, all of those were were hitting Cuomo. And if anyone thought that he was really good back then, then you should not be serving in Albany. Let me, let me just explain Moreland Commission to folks. Cuomo, under pressure, set up a commission to investigate corruption. And uh, it was modeled after some of the stuff that went on with FDR and Mayor Jimmy Walker back in the 30s. And uh, it found extensive corruption going into the governor's office. And Cuomo responded by dissolving the commission, firing its chairman, and not publishing the results. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oops, the breadcrumbs are leading to me. Nothing to see here. Yeah, that's right. It's the maid sweep. Them also, out. by the way, Rob, I just want to mention to others we have to go to an ad break in a minute. But um, you are the guy who took his cell phone oh, to Westchester great. County Airport. That's great. And you filmed the illegal immigrants being dropped off on a secret flight paid for by the taxpayers from the Mexican border to the heart of Westchester County. The administration denied that that was happening. The flight was secret. The money was from an unauthorized fund. And you're the one who blew that whistle. That was great. And it's happening every night since, well, definitely since February. It's been happening every night at Westchester County. Really? Still? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was going on since last April, 14 months ago. And we blew it on this last August 
found out. And then, of course, the New York Post blew it up. And it's continuing to this moment. Uh, Tucker Carlson, to his credit, you know, I've been on his show several times to talk about this. It has enormous consequences because every time I bring it up and demand answers, because they're being put into our communities, into our schools, into our health care into our congressional districts so that they can vote Democrat. But here we have a contrast between two candidates, Lee Zeldin and Rob Astorino, who are opposing each other in the Republican primary. And Astorino has been the county executive of Westchester for eight years. And during that whole time, the Democrats constantly, every year, every day, every quarter, were pressing for higher taxes. And Rob Astorino stopped them, vetoed them. Sometimes his veto was overridden. Sometimes he could still get it sustained. But he's the reason that property taxes are lower in Westchester than they are in other New York suburb, suburban counties. Thank you, Mr. Astorino. Yeah, that was always fun. But you know what? We won those battles. We never once raised the county property taxes. We actually cut them. And here's the thing I think I'm almost more proud of, because just like in New York, in order to cut taxes or hold the line, you've got to control spending. So when I walked in the door, the budget I was handed was $1.8 billion. Eight years later, I left my my successor a $1.8 billion budget. Um, that takes a lot of work, a lot of cutting out the waste and, and going head to head with those Democrats. That's saying, harder no. than losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> now, now yeah, you, you mentioned over the phone to me, Rob, and I want to give you a little bit of advice here. You mentioned to me that Zeldin voted for all of Cuomo's budgets, which had all of the tax increases in it. But I would urge you not to say that. I would urge you to break it apart and mention each of the taxes that Cuomo raised in those budgets that Zeldin voted for, because it's such a contrast with your record of no tax increases. That's a good point. Good point. The the reason why we say all four budgets is because he was there for four years, and he was a reliable vote for Andrew Cuomo. Um, And so when Dean Skelos, who was the majority leader, said, you know, hey, snap your fingers, Cuomo needs a vote. Here you go. Lee Zeldin said, aye, whatever you need. And, you know, including the SAFE Act, which, you know, for legal gun owners, that was really an attack on legal gun owners under Cuomo and now, of course, Hochul. And uh, and Zeldin voted to fund the SAFE Act every year. So, you know, there's some really big discrepancies. And I think my experience in a deep blue county like Westchester getting elected as a principled conservative and governing for eight years, you know, stop the Obama administration trying to overtake local zoning. I battled that for eight years. It was a big national battle, and we won, uh, making Westchester a sanctuary county, which the Democrats passed a bill, and I vetoed it, and we won. You know, so going up against the Democrats is is not always fun, but it's required. And I, I have the backbone to not back down, and that's what I did in Westchester and got elected twice. So, you know, that's that's the battle we face. It's kind of uh, fun. Being an executive. It's yeah, kind of it fun. Is. It is. <laughs> it's kind of fun. But, um, Not every day, but most days. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, the Democratic Party isn't all that great either. Uh, it's yeah. run by county leaders, political bosses. Uh, we have this arcane, stupid system in New York where there's a state committee that votes on who the candidates are and endorses a candidate. And usually whoever they endorse, they – and this is Democrats and Republicans, they get nominated. 
And the uh, Republican State Committee endorsed Lee Zeldin, your opponent. And I love the fact that you didn't go after that endorsement, that you said you're independent, you're going to have the voters put you on the ballot, you're going to run without the party organization behind you, uh, you're going to be a good Republican, but you're not going to be a slave to them. That's right. And look, the establishment hasn't really done well when you think about it. Mm, yeah. And they're uh, for they what? Some right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I tell people if if you went with the establishment, then we would have had Jeb Bush running against Hillary Clinton and we'd have Hillary Clinton running for her second term. Right. Yeah. So they don't get it right too often. And that's what everyone was told. Fall in line, fall behind the big money, fall in line and and shut up. And we said, nope. And Republicans all around the state put put their signature to a piece of paper and said, we want you to run for governor. Good for and you. that's what I'm doing. I was once um, at the gridiron dinner in Washington where Hillary and Bill were on the stage. And um, the uh, and, and the comedian, Imus, uh, said uh, Hillary wants four more years. Bill wants four more years, but Hillary's looking at two to five. (laughs) And if you're following the story I played before about the Sussman testimony, that has a certain relevance to it, certain ring to it. So listen, the primary is on June 28th. Early voting starts when? June 18th. So it's upon us, about four weeks away. So uh, this is very important. New York can defeat the Democrats and elect a Republican governor. Yokel, the Hokel, the Yokel, who is our current governor. <laughs> the local Yokel. Are you using that, Hokel, the Yokel? Local Hokel Yokel. Yokel. <laughs> she, she was a failed congressman, two years in Congress, and then they gave her a graceful exit to run for lieutenant governor, and she jumped at it. You know, when you say lieutenant governor, there's a cute story. There was a play years ago called Of the I Sing, and this guy's nominated for, for vice president, and he says he'll accept as long as his mother never finds out. <laughs> that's really what's true with Kathy Hochul. But, uh, yeah. Kath, yeah. David Patterson, who we both love, told me once, you know, what his job was as lieutenant governor, he'd wake up in the morning, just get a call, call a phone call to see if uh, Spitzer was still alive, and then go back to bed. Yeah, <laughs> right. And um, but we really uh, we really have a chance to win this. The polls show that a Republican can defeat Hochul. Uh, She is not the candidate Cuomo was. And his his baggage has hurt him. The economy is hurting him. And there really is a chance to win. We got to get a good candidate whose record is not compromised by having voted for a million tax increases over his time in the legislature. And Rob Astorino has a pure record when it comes to taxes. So. It's a pleasure having you on, Rob, and I want to wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, Dick. I appreciate that. And uh, you're right. So listen to Dick Morris. He knows what he's talking about, folks. As I'm on Staten Island right now, a great part of New York City with a lot of Republicans. Thank you, Mr. You take care. Good for you, Rob. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.